Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to the Reggae Lover Podcast. This is the Reggae Lover Podcast. Once again, thank you so much for joining. It's yours truly, Khalil Wanda, from Highlander Sound in the building, alongside Agard. What's going on, my brother? What up? Chilling, man. Yeah, man. Yo, love how the show is going. Um, shouts out to all the Nice Up Radio listeners as well. Glad to be a part of the NiceUpRadio.com family. Everybody checking us out, East Coast, West Coast, worldwide. You know what I mean? And uh, look out for us each and every Monday on the live tip one uh, noon to one pacific time 3 p.m to 4 p.m eastern standard time and this is reggae lover podcast dedicated to reggae lovers everywhere and today we're joined by a special guest who is also a reggae lover uh, hailing from i believe the new york city area but we'll get into it we got my good friend david driveway in the house what's going on people what's up hey driveway man yo thank you so much for stopping in spending some time with us here on reggae lover you know what i mean yeah it's truly an honor truly an honor to be on reggae lover podcast so i appreciate the, the the invite yeah man so i've actually you know been in in the atl i think we started out you know in the business in the late 90s you know what i'm saying agard moved out of the city and and i moved up to new york and then i came back 2007 um, were, were you in ATL already at that point? Yeah, I've been in ATL since 1996. Since 96. Okay. So that's what's up. I didn't know that. I thought <laughs> I thought you I thought you were like a newer, you know what I'm saying, transplant to the city, man. A uh, long time, long time. Club Jaguar days, work okay. early days, all that. You know what I mean? Obviously, you have risen to become a very prominent person in the community at this stage. And, you know, you definitely like you're almost like the community, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying the West Indian mm-hmm. and um, and reggae community. Um, so we'll talk about that, man. But in terms of your uh, being known as one of the top reggae promoters, you know, I must commend you on 
some of the quality events that you've been doing over the years and the way that you always put out quality in, in everything that you do, man. So tell us how you got into the promotion game in ATL and, um, you know, if it started before that as well. Um, well, yeah, I started promoting in Atlanta because uh, prior to me coming to New York, I'm coming to Atlanta. That was the main reason why I did is um, I used to DJ back in New York a little bit. I used to DJ with a sound called Enough Respect. So we came up to Atlanta for like three weeks in a row um, to DJ what used to be Club Legacy on Memorial Drive. And uh, after my third week here, I just stayed in Atlanta because I liked the vibes. Um, so I've always been in the culture and started back probably about four to five years ago, started getting back into visiting the clubs and, and just being involved in the community. And because I was always at every party and then always supporting everybody's party, a couple of people, especially one, um, my friend Nicole Sinclair, she was like, listen, let's just do a round robin party together because I know you be in the streets, you be promoting people like your events. Um, you do a little bit with your camera that was just starting out back then as well. I want to get involved in doing a round robin event with you. And that's how it started. So my first event was around Robin back in, in five years ago in Elegance. And mm -hmm. that was that was the beginning of the promotion. And it wasn't like the type of that always like to throw parties like that. It had to be special, like a birthday or a special theme. Um, but the Round Robin series back in um, in Atlanta here, yeah, that's what got me started. In addition to the promo, you mentioned the camera. So you're known as, as Driveway Cam. Yeah. And you picked up your phone, man, and you started taking videos and parties and putting them out online. And it was like you were able to do it on a different level still. You know what I'm saying? It, it didn't seem like this is just like a cell phone thing. It, you know, it was like some official video man movements, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? To where people are like, yo, we got to have driveway, you know what I'm saying? Come video the thing. And you know what I mean? It kind of blew up, man. So I know you developing some things right now, you know, in terms of media with that. Um, talk to us a little bit about <laughs> why and how you started that. <laughs> well, because I was like DJing and stuff like that, if I hear certain tunes and certain rhythms, like airwaves rhythm or something like that, or style, like it, it, it just hits me sometimes. And I'm a, I'm a type of person that I won't DJ just because it's, uh, I won't video just because it's a DJ. I'll actually go up there and video because of the tune they're playing and if it's moving me. So that's why I was never the person that only, I only recorded certain DJs. Um, no matter what the party was, I recorded. And back then, I was doing it with no light. So I remember right. how Red Hills used to be in the small area. <laughs> you record there, you're hardly, if, if it's recording a, 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 a selected of dark skin, you can't see him too well. You know what I mean? <laughs> Um, I would record it for a minute or maybe a two and just my thing that I guess was um, fresh and original to people is, first of all, I wasn't aligned to a crew. It's if you move me, if you move the, the crowd, the vibes is there, I'm going to record you. So no bias thing. And then the second mm -hmm. thing is I'd always put it quickly on, on social media, Facebook or Instagram within like 24 hours. And then Outside of me doing that, other people would say, hey, I seen this person DJ. Let me book him for an event. So that's how it kind of was like it kind of exploded from that area because not only I was getting, you know, what I'm saying positive feedback from it, but selectors was getting work. OK, yeah. And so that's just what I like to do. I've always wanted to show that, you know, I have a special kingship to Atlanta because I've been here so long and I always wanted to show that 
Atlanta selectors got talent. There's a lot of Atlanta selectors that could be uh, DJing in plenty of cities and doing work because they are that good. So part of that was I want to show how good Atlanta is. Yeah, man. I got to definitely commend you on that. You know, I, every now and then on the weekend, I'll get the notification on my phone, driveway cams going live, and it's like, all right, all right, what's going on? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, you're popping up in Soundclash fraternity and different places like that. So definitely, you know, true to what you're saying, um, getting it out there to the world, what's going on in the city. I know you say you've been here in uh, Atlanta since 96, right? Yeah. So so what's the difference you think uh, with the scene from from over the years, from, from when you first got there to right now? Because, you know... I know you say you picked it back up like five years ago. So that's, is, is there like an interesting contrast or something you've seen that's different? What's the vibes like? I, I don't really see anything but different. I think just Atlanta has its own kind of style, um, just like New York and Florida. Um, I just went to a, um, a Lynx party, um, Sensation and Tanika's party in Stars Banquet Hall just last month in Queens. Um, DJ Kenny was there. Um, Roddy Rodney was there. Fire Lynx was there and stuff like that. And I can tell you, outside of certain tunes that they play, ain't nothing different from the, the from the scene. Still, people come out late over there in New York. They come out late in Atlanta. So there's nothing too much different. I just think it's 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 just more the people that are in the city that just have a, a way of how they view themselves and stuff like that. But if more people would go out, you know, what I'm saying to different cities and and, and see different and, and see different events in different states. They really be like, it's not that much different, you know what I mean? There's, it's really not. I really, because that was, that was one of the main things that I was going to be looking for to see what is there anything that I could take back from the from going to New York that could be that could even help um, Atlanta, even not from Atlanta whole like I would preach to people, but for me personally, when I go uh-huh. or do different things, and I'm like, there's not really anything, you know what I mean? There's not really anything. Um, the only thing I would say that obviously I haven't been out there too long. The only thing I would say from an Atlanta perspective that we would definitely want to be looking at is from a community is just making sure we take care of our own. You know what I mean? If we do anything self-destructive in the community, then it's going to have a, 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 a negative domino effect on so many borders. And that's the only thing that I want to see a little bit more how the other cities treat that and that mindset. You know what I'm saying? So uh, just a long story short, and not really that much difference, really. Not. Okay. What about, I know you've also been to some events in Jamaica and stuff like that, correct? Yeah, yeah. I went to, me and my wife went to Dream um, two two years in a row. Won't be going this year, though, but um, we went the last two years. Okay, okay. So how's the vibe different there versus uh, up here in the States? Oh, man. Um, the one thing I just noticed that was a major difference is the music that they play like that. The people that come from different areas, whether it's London or from Canada or even, you know, um, there was a, there was this one um, selected that was from Cali. He came out. But one thing, they just play different music. And one thing I noticed even with like the, the, the reggae music and, and they even hip hop, they play different things because there is a certain tune to certain um, tunes that they've heard, heard from, you know, selectors, uh, whether it's on um Soundclass Fraternity or SoundCloud or even on, on your type of podcast. They just hear different things they know and they, they expect to hear it. Atlanta sometimes stays a little bit in the zone with the music that they play um, because that's what the crowd is used to. 
But the one thing, the, the selectors out there in Dream Weekend, is like they don't care. If they know it's a hit, they can, they'll play anything. So you, you're saying there's a certain playlist in Atlanta that you got to kind of stick to <laughs> in order for the people them to, to vibe with you? Yeah, it's just like they, they, they know Atlanta likes hearing certain tunes, the Atlanta, the Atlanta crowd, so they kind of stay in that, in that zone a little bit. Um, and unfortunately, that's just the case. That was the whole thing. I know we had talked a little bit before we went live with, you know, Rewind Sundays. I know we're going to jump into it. Yeah, let's talk about Rewind Sundays because, yeah. you know, you know, I, I definitely, you know, thank you for, for reaching out to me to invite me to to spin at Rewind Sundays, you know, and um, and that's something that kind of it showed me. Not that I, I don't observe it in general, but, you know, what I'm saying like you when you're putting together your events, you know what I'm saying? You definitely handpick the talent that you want involved. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying? You don't like stick to a certain click or, you know what I mean? Certain friends or whatever the case is like that. You like literally build your events and handpick the DJs. And you know what I mean? Like I noticed if the DJs play something that's off the theme or is not, you know what I mean? You'll go up there and you'll be like, yo, <laughs> you know what I mean? I said, blah, blah, you know? Yeah, man. So talk about the Rewind Sunday. Yeah. So like, um, you know, outside of my two events that I have addicted to this life was my annual birth night event. And then New York State of Mind was just, just my old to uh, New York um, sound. Definitely wanted to have a theme that was more geared to what I liked hearing. So me and my wife kind of discussed what, what could we do from that aspect? Um, because obviously she loves that type of music as well. Um, one of my favorite artists, like I would say, that I don't hear a lot that I would just go crazy as I would, if I would hear is yellow man. That's just my mindset. If someone says, what's, what's your number one artist? Always yellow man always seemed to come first because that's, that's my mindset. That's, that's what I loved hearing. And that's what kind of got me introduced. You know, the, the King Jammy, the Bobby digital, the, that type of music genre, that area. That's when I first started getting heavy into reggae music. Um, but we started coming up with some ideas and we said, well, let's call it this Rewind Sundays, which is just an old back to that type of music. And so we could be versatile if we wanted to do 90s music, uh, you know, Joe Ride versus Pepper C type of uh, a thing or a King Jammies event or Soul of Soul meets Lovers Rock. We could we could be very diverse in the type of music that we play. So it, it could attract different people, a different whole set of people can come one one month versus another set, but that would just keep it fresh. And one of the, one of the things that we definitely wanted to do with that is, again, showing love to Atlanta and to the selectors here that have experience and have talent. We wanted to switch it up as much as possible and let everybody try to get the run. You know what I mean? So when we were thinking about the when I did the, the culture one, I definitely had you in mind and said, hey, I know this brother played back since long when it's a podcast. It's all about reggae and, the, and the, the love of the reggae music and the culture. He would definitely fit on that. So that's why we would always discuss whether we have a pool of five to six selectors and then whittle them down to three. Mm-hmm. That was the whole thing, man. It was a way to kind of give back to the culture of this is a music that everything that has spawned into 2000 came from. You, you see me? When you talk about Cartel and and Alkaline and Popcorn, they all got influenced by Ninja Man, Supercat, and Shaba, and Yellow Man, and the list go on and on and on. So that's what we just wanted to do and and, and make that type of event kind of very special. True, true. 
It's just interesting, man, because when I used to be down in, in Atlanta, you know, it seemed like, so I guess one of the questions that I wanted to ask you, because re- Rewind Sunday, where, where's that usually at? Um, like what, what part of town? Stone Mountain, east side, Elegance. Right. So I noticed when I was there, it, it seemed to be like a uptown, downtown type of divide in Atlanta. You know, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, is, is, that, is that still going on nowadays? Because you had like certain DJs or selectors that were playing Buckhead in certain areas. And then, you know what I'm saying? You got Stone Mountain and DeKalb and, you know, yeah. is, is, is that still going on? It's, it's still uh, to a little bit. You'll have some selectors that you see, um, they'll play more downtown which is if that's their crowd or if they're locked into a certain contract or whatever, that's cool. And East there's definitely South, South um, East side. There's even now there's a South side a little bit, right? But <laughs> there's right. some, there's some spots um, in Jonesboro and college park and stuff like that and what have you. But it's a little bit different now where, you know, people do travel a lot more um, and hear certain selectors and, and will go to certain events. Um, the one thing that has kind of, evolve from that is that there'll be certain events that promoters that are not from the east side or like consistent promoters, they'll throw certain events only downtown um, because they're looking for a different type of crowd versus the east side, Stone Mountain, like Donia or Decatur or even south side crowd. So you have that a little bit, a little more. That's mainly with shows. Um, like if Protégé, Protégé is coming, I think in August, that show I've only really been seen promoted downtown. And I know the last time Chronics was here, it was a similar thing. But that's that's, that's the level it is right now. Um, but like I said, even though there's certain DJs that mainly they play on the south side or downtown, they all come to the east side and, and, and vice versa. So do you, do you have a preference? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's your, what's oh, your and, preference? And the, only, the only reason why they have a pre- preference is because I support a lot of parties, right? So it's hard for me to drive downtown to east side, the south side, and what have you. Um, now, if driveway cam is booked, I'm only going to be booked for one event that night, and that event I'm going to go to. So now it's a different thing of me being just a, a, a regular lover, so to speak, and going to support people parties versus driveway cam is booked. Um, but when a driveway cam is not booked, Unless it's someone that I know that's a that's a real strong link or is a link to my wife or what have you, we would go to an event maybe on the south side, like say Climax Lounge on Old National. But normally, what would happen is we would go to an east side event early and then go to that one late. So there's a right. there's um I think what's it, what's the name of it um King Caribbean Lounge in Austell has been very very popular in the past like six months. Very nice spot. It's really more of a whole different crowd because it's more of that side. But mm-hmm. you see that, that's one spot that a lot of people from the east side go to. From Yellow, Sean Price's Progress Family, Father Thomas, uh, Nisi, a um, whole bunch of people, Revolution Sounds, Negus British. We all go down there uh, to support that because, again, if the event is that good, you know, you know it's a quality event, we're going to go. That's amazing. So, you know, if people that don't know Atlanta are not familiar, it's some long distances, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. Uh, especially, and especially if if we fail to have a good designated driver. <laughs> right, right. You have, you have or, to take your time, or, you know what I mean? Worries. Driving back and forth on 
I 20 or 285, you know, that late, like nothing is going to happen. So, you know, you know what I mean? It can be difficult sometimes. Yeah. You got to yeah. really love the culture for them drives, yo. Yes, sir. For real. That's no lie. So it's coming into the summer, man. Tell me, you know, what, what's David driveway feeling right now in terms of music? What, what's on the playlist? What you looking forward to, you know, hearing right now when you go to a dance in terms of new music? Ah, in terms of new music, I mean, um, I definitely want to hear anything by Coffee right now. Um, she definitely is an inspiration. Um, um, and obviously, outside the one tune, not going to get as much play in, 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 in dance hall and stuff like that. Always looking forward for Cartel. Um, anything new, drop, you know, and him and Popcorn, you know, it's like they can never, never miss, right? But mm. I'm really focused, and, and this is just me, man. Um, so I'm never going to change. I always look to uh, help bus, you know, the uh, Atlanta artists that are down here. There's a lot. Obviously, we know Dovey's doing her thing, and Dovey's on more of a, on a global level right now. But there are lots of artists in Atlanta. Their talent is just ready to take them on another level. So when you talk about Blaze, something else, you're talking about Vibrid, you're talking about Aquino, Dirt Free, they're talking about Ross, Real Frazier. Donna Lee got a song out. You have all these people that are coming out um, in Atlanta and just ready to take it to the next level. That's what makes me like really proud about the community is that it's not just them going to parties. It's them. It's, it's people that's working with them in the community, whether it's the Flavor Radio, it's DWC, it's the Fresh Station, and then the management team and then their support team. There's a lot of people that are invested in making Atlanta shine. And that's, um, and Kelly and, and Agard, if you ask me, if I don't know if this question's coming, but if there is something that you really, really like that's going on in Atlanta, it's that. It's very, very positive movements when it comes to the culture and to the artists that are in here that you didn't see that five years ago. That's what I really, really want to hear. And we, we're really trying to get as many um, of these DJs to start busting these tunes a lot more from these artists um, so they can get, the, they can get the, the, the recognition and the love they deserve. Word. That's what's up, man. I, I wasn't expecting to get like a, a top five Atlanta, but um, that's, that's great, man. And, you know, talking about all the things that are going on here, you know what I'm saying? Like when I go on Facebook, you know what I'm saying? You kind of dominate my timeline and... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> but you know what? Um, I think most people appreciate it because there's always like, you know what I mean? Like on Facebook, you're like a resource. You're a real, you know what I'm saying? Like pull the whole community together. Talk, talk about the things that you do. Every Wednesday, it's like you throw yeah. up the posts. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I, I was thinking about like... It's, it's becoming with so many events and sometimes there may be three or four events. And I know me and my wife were a while back. We were talking about, we just can't do this no more because I work. So I'm, I'm in a corporate environment and, um, and I work for a financial industry, uh, a financial company in, in, in that industry. And I also work on a Saturday. So I work mm -hmm. for days. So I, I get home traveling from Kennesaw to, um, like Donnie, I get home at 10 o'clock. So it's kind of difficult for me to 
see so many events. So I was like, okay, what can I do a little bit? Because unfortunately, we know how it is. If you don't show up to certain people events, there's always that thought maybe, you know, you don't like the person or you don't think it's worthwhile. And I just, it's, that's never the case with me. So I thought to myself, what can I do to kind of just social support and whatever? Because to me, support is not just going inside the club and buying a bottle or buying some drinks. We all have life events. We all have life family structured. If we can't go out on a Saturday because we can't get a babysitter or we are working late or whatever the case may be, or we're just going through something personal, supporting by putting a flyer up and telling people where to go and tag. And that's support to me. So I decided to put, to do two things is the first thing is always on Wednesday, which I kind of moved to Monday is to put, is to put, uh, a post to let everybody know to share the flyers. And from now that's going to as many as 300 to 400 different comment posts thing, where it's New York, Florida, Texas, all over the place. Um, so that's a good thing. And then um, what I do is just do a list of all the parties that are going on. So what I do is I don't even just restrict it to um, Stone Mountain East Side area. It's a, it's Midtown. It's all soaker as much as soaker. It's also the weekly or monthly events that I put in there. So everybody will get their love as you've seen it on the list. And if anybody sends me and I, and I put it, if I'm missing something because this is hard to keep up, send it to me. And as soon as someone send it to me, I tell them I put it on the master list. So that lets them know right off the bat that, you know, thank you for sending it. I'm going to update it and your, your thing's going to get the recognition. So obviously that has gotten a lot of love and, a, and a, a respect and appreciation from that. That's my, my way of not teaching the community or anything. It's just my way of showing, hey, I know some people may be, hey, why is there an event on this night or whatever? But there are so many people within the Atlanta community, not just in the east side, but all over. A lot of people can eat. They just need to know where things are certain are. Yeah, I'm a firm believer in that. Um, I, I was... I never really agreed with the people that would say so-and-so I keep a dance and they know I have my thing. So that means, you know, it's disrespect mm. and it's war and all of this, you know, I mean, I feel like there's enough people, but the, the thing is the communication is getting the word, the word out. Cause there's, you know, there's a wide, wide, wide area where people, you know, there's people that if they knew about something, they might go check it. But you know what I mean? It's sometimes it's not easy everybody's not following the right people. Everybody's not listening to the station at the time that it's a nuts. Everybody's not going to the, the shop to buy a patty and see a flyer or, you know what I mean? Exactly. Whatever the case may be. Yeah. And I'm one of the firm, I'm one of the firm believers. And I know sometimes people get on me a little bit. You got to print X amount of flies and you got to take them out and stuff. Like, like I respect certain people that do that. Like juggler juggler is, is a, as a person that will, he'll promote on social media, but he goes to events to, to spread out his flies and stuff like that and whatever. He just, he, he believes that is one of the best things and that's fine. I can't do that. So I gotta, I gotta figure out ways where I can use social media to my advantage. Um, and one of the things that I want to do is from what I learned is you got to make sure your network is big. Mm-hmm. It can't be just Atlanta based. Right. Or certain top people in other states. You got to have a large following. So whether it's me on Twitter, me on IG or Facebook, I know just friends is not the only thing that 
would get the word out. You also have followers that are not your friends, but they'll just follow your content and stuff like that. That's why when I did Mikey Sparkle, um, what did he call it? His family fun day. I was, I was video live videoing thriller. You Nadine Sutherland. Um, and then who else was the first one on there? It was somebody else that was on there. I was live videoing there for an hour and a half. And I seen a lot of people watching and stuff like that. Early next morning, I'm getting ready for work. I'm looking on Facebook and the thing has over 5,000 views already. And that's short of span because that's what has helped me promote not only my stuff, but the community is really focusing on the social media platforms and thinking what could be a way for me to take it to the next level. That's why, um, you know, from other people from Rico and would be like, Hey, you, you need to check in probably doing a YouTube page. Cause you know, Rico has had a YouTube page for the longest. Um, yeah. and then doing that was another way for me to get the word out about driveway cam in Atlanta as well. Tell everybody all the ways, you know, that people can find you and, follow your content because I think from this a lot of people are going to be like oh okay there's really a way uh, there's a portal into ATL <laughs> yes and um and it's and it's this guy right here <laughs> <laughs> yes well obviously Facebook is going to be driveway cam um on IG and Twitter is going to be at driveway cam underscore um on YouTube it's going to be www.youtube.com um backslash c backslash driveway cam. And then I actually got um, a, a website, uh, just www.drywaycamvideos.com. The videos.com and the YouTube both have hundreds and hundreds of videos from going back several years of events in Atlanta, Dream Weekend, and, 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 other, and other spots. Yeah, that's what's up, man. Because for somebody like me who's up in New York, you know, it's people like you. Well, basically you who keep me informed of what's going on down there. Oh, thanks. You know what I'm saying? Especially when I come back to visit, there's, it, like you said, it's so spread out that, you know, you, you need people like you who, who are kind of like letting everybody know. That's number one. Num number two, I just want to say, yo, I appreciate the marketing advice, you know, because, you know, on this show, we talk about the business a lot. You know, we've been talking about the music business, but... When it comes to reggae music and promotion and marketing, you know what I'm saying? You got to talk about the dance hall, too. So I appreciate people like you, you know, sharing the flyers. You know what I'm saying? Definitely letting people know, yo, this is how you're supposed to do it. This is how you, you let people know your city's on the map or else it's going to get forgotten. So definitely appreciate it. Yeah, I'm old school, man. I'm, I'm always believed, like, if you, if you want a movement to go a certain way, you need other people to help you get there. It's never on yourself. No matter how much blood, sweat, and tears that you put into it, if you don't have a, a, a team or, or supporters, you only can go so far. Um, so I always thought of and believe if, if I help another person eat or get recognition, they're never going to think twice about doing it with me or anything that's connected. If my wife is doing her birth night party or we're doing an event together, it's just no question. In a sense, it's, 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 a, it's a marketing strategy. You know what I mean? If you have more people knowing that you're willing to support them and do the least, then they're more likely to do the same for you. It's just yeah. that strategy. Yeah, man. I wanted to ask you about Sound Clash. And, you know, I know you, you talk about, you know, you're from Brooklyn. And so I know you got to be, 
into some more of the hardcore vibes, you know what I mean? Which doesn't really exist too much in Atlanta on a level. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know what I'm saying? How how you feel about that? You think that uh, Atlanta is a place where some more of those kind of vibes could want? If so, why or why not? It, it definitely, it definitely can. Um, I think the, the <laughs> my wife even loves it more than me because um, she's crazy oh, for it. Yeah, she's definitely a, a diehard fan of the Clash, and I am too. Because a lot of times, again, my whole thing about listening to 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 music in the club, I more listen to rhythms. Uh, again, I'm Panamanian, so I like the I like the beat and I like the rhythms more than I would listen to the lyrics. It's just me. Same thing with hip hop. Right. Lyrics. Yeah. I love Rakim lyrics. I love, you know, Keras one. I love even J. Cole lyrics, but it's the beat that gets me. If the beat is dope and hot, I'm going to stay energized about it. And then that also makes me want to even listen to the lyrics more. But with SoundClash, especially with a lot of the dub plates and stuff like that, there's a lot of them is from the from the rhythms that I love to hear from the 80s and the 90s. I've always been a fan. Uh, I've always been in a fan of that culture because I'd be like, well, I would never be a sound class selector. I like playing the tunes. So this is my way to really get into it. But um, I think Atlanta, Atlanta is, 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 so to speak, right for it, man. It's, there's a lot of people in there trying to bring the clash scene back with quality. Definitely like the um, Rep Your Sound movement. They do a lot of clashes. Yeah. Um, we know um, uh, Red Lotus with the uh, Atlanta Top Level 45 Clash that they do twice. Mm -hmm. They 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 put it on spotlight, and you have a lot of Clash selectors that you know whether they may be on a dance and stuff like that. They'll play some dubs and stuff like that. That always um, that always keeps it alive. And we know Rico had did the the the, the Sound Clash series for a minute as well. And, and to me, it just it needs to be out there more. It just needs to be more when it comes to the, those type of events because the sound, the clown clashes that I've seen events have been successful. And the one thing, Galil and Agard, I don't know if you know, but whenever they do it at Elegance or they do it at Candler, a leap of women come out and support it. It's not yeah. a, a, a man thing out here where they be listening. A lot of women support the clash movement out here. So that make always puts me in a positive mood when I think about Atlanta. Um, shout out to King Eternity, DJ Nolan. He's one selector out here that will go to different wins and lose. He, he goes about repping. You know what I mean? Because people need to know about Atlanta is, is built for this. And he's going to be out there in Brooklyn on um, July 19 at Mona's Lounge repping Atlanta. And when I saw him, first thing I saw him when I saw, I saw him at um, the um, Atlanta Carnival. I said, bring the trophy home, brother. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Bring the trophy home because we uh, people need to know Atlanta community can, can clash. We got a lot of selectors out here. We know um, Shane Talon. We know King AP, Mikey Montana, just to name a few. Um, we got a lot of people that can clash. Yeah, That's why I like being in Sound Clash Returning and just put certain things up there. The one thing I will tell you, Kelly and Agard, to not cheapen my brand or anything. I just don't put everything up on, on, on Facebook and IG. I don't. A lot of times it'll, it'll take a few, a few minutes and hours to edit some of the stuff and add the watermark and write certain things on it. But I won't just put everything up because I'm really critical about what people outside of Atlanta see. 
And Agard had mentioned that, you know, he'll look at my page or he'll look at certain videos while in New York. I've had people that came to me and said when they were in Jamaica living before they came to Atlanta and now they're doing parties, they always would check to see what's going on on my page and stuff. So when I even when I put something in SoundClash fraternity, yeah, it's going to be on point. Definitely appreciate that. We're supposed to be talking to um, Father Jinx next week, so try to convince him to clash a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much the purpose of that show. No, just kidding. <laughs> you know, you know, a lot of people want to see them them clash like crazy, man. They got their boxes oh, easy, man. man. But um, them, some of the series that we had down here. It can't help you but just appreciate the music more and more when you hear some of these dubs play as crisp and clean as they are and the rhythms and stuff like that. It's just, it's just, Atlanta can take it to the next level. We just need more opportunity when it comes to the events. Yeah. I mean, I want to just reach out to promoters, you know, on that are on the outside as well because it's something that, or maybe, you know, Atlanta promoters as well. It's back in the 90s um, and the early 2000s, we used to have big dances with like, you know, put on a show, bring in Bodyguard and Mighty mm-hmm. Crown and, you know what I'm saying, Mataron, Bass Odyssey, you know what I'm saying? Like these guys with Radagun would come here and do a hardcore juggling or do a clash. Mm-hmm. And, yo, they used to draw like big crowds, you know what I'm saying? Um, and then that just kind of died down. And I understand a lot of things changed since then in terms of, you know, the, the way the streets, the way the streets is running. And, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When you talk about business and, and money being there to spend, I know things are different now. I remember seeing Radigan, um, and Legacy back in the mid nineties and stuff like that. It's, it's, it's a, it's a different scene out here now with the, with the, with the, with the youth and stuff like that and what have you. But, them love them love the clash too. It's just that they don't have as many examples, right, or events to go to. That's why I'm telling you, with the top level clash, I mean, there'd be a lot of people, young and old, men and women, that be um, coming forward. And if you have the quality, people are gonna forward no matter what. I I agree with you, man. You know, I always try to support whenever I can. That that's like my favorite brand of dance hall right there is you know what I'm saying the clash niche. So you know that's when you see Khalil come out the woodworks a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> you see me pop up in the corner like yeah. That's why we were so excited okay. not to not to brag or anything, but we was mad. You know, I uh, hyped up to get you on that uh, get you on rewind Sunday because you know what I mean even I'm like I said I'm I'm personal you know. Um, I have a personal affinity for Atlanta sounds and, and the music in, in the community in a whole. There were certain selectors that I wanted to get because of what I've heard and how they played. Even with King Jammies, I wanted to get um, Trigger Bashman because I, okay. I heard his radio show one time. I'm listening and I just popped on it and he was having a, a I think it was a Peter Tosh special and I was just like, okay, this is this is what I'm talking about here, right? If people yeah. don't know that there's people in Atlanta right now that not only have talent, but that are helping keeping the culture alive, you know what I mean? And that's the whole thing that the Rewind Sundays and thing was was all about. So when we had a chance to get to, we were thinking about that 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 reggae that reggae thing for that event. Like, okay, we, I let's Cali's got to be on the list. 
he's going to make the final cut. But you're going to make that final cut. Trust me. Really appreciate it. You know, that's what I love to do. And anytime I can, you know what I'm saying, really just share this exchange with the people. You know what I'm saying? The people that, especially the people that know the music and love the music. Mm. You know what I mean? That's just like definitely my passion, man. Give thanks, yo. For real. Yeah, man. Driveway Cam. It's been amazing, man. Once again, let the people know it's the annual New York State of Mind and it's the Addicted to Life. When when are those dropping? Just so people know. Yeah, no problem. Yo, uh, the Addicted to This Life, which is my annual birth night event. Um, it's going to be October 25th, uh, so a venue to be announced. And then the uh, New York State of Mind, which is my old and and props to New York hip-hop, reggae, and entire culture of music, um, that's always in March. So look forward for that date to be coming out um, later this year. Yo, I love how the dates are so far in advance nowadays, man. <laughs> my Dog. <laughs> but, I, <laughs> but I put this list... I know some of you. I know y'all gotta be looking at it and be like, okay, driveways putting out a list of events. It's probably gonna go to September, and you see dates to December. Yeah. But not people not <laughs> waiting. I got three dates already. Uh, I got three dates in December and five dates in November already on that list. And people don't play, so it is what it is. <laughs> gotta make that money. Man. Yeah, yeah. Man. Get to get yeah. the word out. Yeah, man. Well, this show's gonna be real big for that Atlanta family. You know, I got I know you got a lot of supporters in the network and um you know what I'm saying thanks for coming and chat chatting with us, share a little bit of your story. And um, you know what I'm saying, this is a dedication to reggae lovers worldwide. Check us out each and every Monday, niceupradio.com, noon to one o'clock. And you can find Reggae Lover anywhere podcasts can be found. So um, until next time. All right, appreciate y'all. Yeah, man. Peace. All right, bless up. For booking of Highlander Sound, 404-552-0492 or email reggaeloverpodcast at gmail.com. Visit Highlander Sound on the web at reggaelover.com. Follow at H-I-G-H-L-A-N-D-A on Twitter. Follow at K-A-H-L-I-L-W-O-N-D-A on Instagram and like Facebook.com slash Highlander Music for more information. So let's take a break to talk about one of our great sponsors. I tell you what, I was listening to an audio book about Bob Marley on Audible entitled So Much Things to Say. Mm -hmm. It's an oral history written and performed by Roger Steffens. He spent time down in Jamaica interviewing everybody, including Marley and everybody that was around him. So I'm talking Rita Marley, Skill Cole, film crews that were down filming him, you know, all the members of the Whalers. He's having these conversations in these interviews that he also collected while he was doing the radio shows. He put all this information into a book. What's so great about it is it, it just immerses you into the experience, quoting Peter Bunny, the incidents that happened with Bob getting shot, the concert when he brings the two political leaders on stage. And so you really get the excitement the energy of what is going on. That book right there, I strongly recommend it to any reggae lover, anybody that's into Bob Marley. And we have a special deal. Go to Audible and get a free book, free trial of Audible. Visit audibletrial.com slash reggae lover. And there you can grab a free copy of this book. And the reason why I like Audible is because I like to learn new things, but sometimes I don't have time to read a book. 
I don't have time to sit there and leaf through the pages because I got work to do. So I like to listen to books in the car. If I'm riding a bike, just taking a walk in the neighborhood, there's so many different ways that you can actually learn new information or be entertained. You know, me personally, I like nonfiction. I like biographical stuff. So Audible is a great tool to use in order to take in that information and still go along with your day. Audible, they have the best narrators. You know, you're able to keep where you're at in the book. It's a very convenient way to take in new information and be entertained. Visit audibletrial.com slash reggae lover. So much things to say. The title by Roger Steffens, Oral History of Bob Marley. 